Hi there. We welcome you to the Rush Hour Morning Show podcast. My name is Brian Rushing. The guy across the table's name is... Corky Franks. And check this out, Brian. I know everyone can't tune in Monday to Friday, 6 to 9 a.m. on WGNCRadio.com, 101.1 FM, or 1450 a.m. And that's why we have some great news for the listeners. That's right. You can now get our podcast on SoundCloud as well as Spotify and Apple Music. It's fantastic for you. We do the work. You get the enjoyment. So enjoy. WGNCRadio.com. So glad. Thank you for tuning in this morning. Obviously, at 7.30 this morning, we had upstate head coach Mike McGuire, the two-seed in the Big South Conference Tournament. We're about to bring up Tom Reginos here in just a moment to talk about his Winthrop Eagles, the three-seed in the Big South Conference Tournament. Of course, Thursday is when the action takes place. The 1 o'clock game is Campbell taking on Gardner-Webb. At 8.30, we'll have Jim Chester on. And then, of course, the 5 o'clock game on Thursday, we'll have the upstate Spartans taking on the Winthrop Eagles. And I and to be quite honest with you, I, I've got to tell you the truth. I've had the opportunity to watch both the upstate Spartans and the Winthrop Eagles play a lot this season. And it's it's really given me a bit of an insight as to what it is that we're going to see on Thursday. Should be a fascinating matchup coming up. Had a chance to cover all three games when they faced off against one another on It was a few weeks back as they played in Spartanburg in a Big South Conference series. In that series, the Upstate Spartans took two out of the three games. However, Winthrop got the Sunday afternoon win. It'll be very intriguing to see what happens when you turn it up a notch in postseason play. And with that said, let's see if we can pull up the head coach of the Winthrop Eagles, Tom Reginos. Coach, good morning. Welcome to the Rush Hour Morning Show. Great, Ryan. Appreciate uh, you having me on. Well, it, it's a pleasure having you on, Coach. Your situation, uh, like many clubs, you you've been pretty much playing in a postseason style atmosphere for a good little bit. There was a lot of of you know nip and tuck in the three and four spots in the conference. There were a lot of clubs vying for that three and four spot in the league. How does it feel to now have clinched that spot, knowing that your club's going to be playing Thursday, and now you can just start preparing for one of three other teams in high point? Well, I think it just shows the parity of the Big South, right? And I've said this for uh, years now, you know, I've been in the league for 13 years. I think, uh, you know, Elton Pollock over at PC is the only coach that's been here longer than, than I have, but you see what the quality of coaches and the quality of programs that, that have been coming in. We got some really, really good coaches in this, in this conference. I mean, you just, like you just mentioned what Mike has done at uh, Upstate. And I think he, this like his fourth year there and you got some new head coaches some young head coaches that have some sec acc experience as assistants and they're just doing an unbelievable job um you know i, I thought we played really well i think we played consistent that that's that's one of the words that uh, some of the people that have been talking with me over the last you know week or so when they watched our club play i, I think we've been been consistent right we haven't had that big blowout we haven't blown people out we've just been pretty consistent all year 
Um, I felt pretty good about where we were after the Asheville series. Um, that was a huge series for us and, and we gained some ground, um, you know, that series. And then we kind of, you know, went into Radford and, and we did what we needed to do there. So I felt good about where we were going into the last two weekends, but, you know, everything was in, you know, in, in our hands to take care of business and, and our kids did a good job taking care of business. You know, we wish we would have clinched uh, the high point series the the weekend before, but we, we didn't. Um, but we came into Longwood and, you know, we felt like if we won one, we needed some help. And we actually got that help on um, Friday night. And then we came back on Saturday and won the series. So, um, you know, it, it just tells a lot about the program and it says a lot about the conference and the parity in the conference. Coach, let me, let me ask you this question. The tension that comes with playing very important conference series at the tail end of the season, does that serve as a bit of a primer for the conference tournament for you? Or is it one of those things to where you really wish, and if you had your preference, you guys would have kind of cruised into the conference tournament a little bit? You know, um, pressure is a privilege. I always say this. Pressure is a privilege. Um, you know, and, and I think it's, it's a learning experience and that's with our guys. Um, you know, we have not been the conference tournament the last two years. And, and that's something that, you know, Winthrop is not used to, you know, 20, it was cut short. We didn't have a conference tournament, but 2021, we did not make it. So I, I think what we try to talk to the kids about, enjoy the process, right? Our, our two biggest things that we talked about from August to here is, is just get 1% better and, and be the best version of yourself. But, you know, those are the two things that we were pretty adamant about throughout the year. And that's what we said. We just want to be the best versions of ourselves every single day. Um, don't worry about the consequences of the scoreboard at the end of the, at the game. What we try to do is just try to compete every pitch, every at bat. Um, and, and, and really just trying to get these guys to relax and have fun because that's when you play your best. So, you know, but, you know, just it's human nature to have have pressure on you um to having some intensity but I, th I think it's better to have that right when you're nip and tuck and it's going to help us as we get into the, the postseason because we do have so many guys that haven't uh, experienced just a conference tournament and and i think one of the things that we've talked to about is that you know the big south tournament is the hardest tournament to get into in all of college baseball because we only take four four teams um, you know, we played a Longwood team last weekend that I think, in my opinion, right, if we, they, they're, they're, they're one of the top four or five best teams in the, in the, in the um, conference, you know, and with only four taken, they're, they're not going, you know, so it's, and same with High Point. High Point is probably playing one of the best baseballs of anybody in the conference right now, and, you know, they're, they're, they're not in the conference tournament. So taking four is a really, really tough conference tournament. Tom Reginos here with us on the Rush Hour Morning Show. Now, Coach, your first opponent on Thursday is going to be the Upstate Spartans. And, and with that said, you guys played all the way back in late March, early April in a three-game series down at Harley Park. Is there, are there any takeaways from that series that are really relevant at this point? Or has that just basically been so much time between then and now that it's almost really outside of the results themselves, not really relevant to what you guys are going to see on Thursday? Well, I, I think, you know, I think you take something from it. We did play them three games. It's three tough games. I mean, they, they, they beat us the first game pretty good. I think it was seven to two. And then 
it was uh it had a chance to win on on Saturday the five six when we came back to it. But you know, uh, I, I think you look at what they're playing better than than they did back then. We're playing a little bit better right there. I think you know you're familiar with them. You got three games under you. You know, I, I'm guessing we're going to probably see Reese Dutton. Um, you know, he's probably got a chance to be you know first team All Conference. You know, he's got a chance maybe to be pitcher of the year. So, but at least our guys have a sense. Of, of what he has what he did against us you know what the fastball is going to do what the shape of the breaking ball is um so you, you have some experience right and i think that's that's the whole key you know when you start looking at it is, is when you have some experience against another team it's going to help you uh, it, you know so same with uh you know upstate against us right they're they're going to see you know they may not see Al, Al, alex lagouche that uh, that pitched against them but you know they have some experience uh, against us too, so it's going to help. There's no doubt about it. It's going to help. Tom Reginos here with us on the Rush Hour Morning Show, Coach. Let me ask you this: Of course, the venue, Truest Point in High Point, North Carolina, is the host of the Big South Conference Tournament, and to me, Coach, this place is pretty dissimilar to what you see at Winthrop Ballpark. First of all, it's an artificial <laughs> surface versus a natural surface there at in Rock Hill. Uh, the wind is going to play differently in the ballpark in High Point. I think it really serves the hitters well, as virtually everything seems to carry out of the ball yard. The dimensions are very fair there, so if you hit one, it's an honest home run. There are really no cheapies there, but... There's also a circumstance to where there's enough outfield territory there to where if you're a gap-to-gap -gap club, you can certainly have success. What are some of your thoughts on the ballpark? What are some of the thoughts about how your team is going to play there at Truist Point? Well, that's, a, that's a great question, and it goes back to what we have. I don't have any experience there. Right. So uh, that's that's something that's going to be new. And that's something, you know, tomorrow at 1130 when we're on the practice field, we'll we'll get a feel for that. You know, the turf part, it's really not a big deal because, you know, you play on turf so much, even in our conference, you know, half the schools have turf um, and then you play some non-conference games on turf. So. I'm not really I'm not really concerned about us playing on turf because we've done it, you know, uh, so much um, this year. So that, but how the outfield plays, you know, and how the wind—that's something we're gonna we're gonna look at. Um, you know, I wasn't at the conference tournament to watch it last year. We watched it on, you know, ESPN Plus a little bit. Um, so I'll just have to get a feel for that tomorrow. Um, we're not a big home run hitting team. You look at our stats, and we, we, we don't hit the long ball a lot, you know. Um, we're doubles, we're singles, we, we make things happen, and, and that's, that's how we, we scored our runs more than the long ball. So that, that's really right now – that's not part of our arsenal is, is we don't sit back for the three run home run. You know, I think we, Brody, I think has nine, Johnny has six or seven Strauss and Hopkins. Um, but other than that, we just, we're, we're not the, the team that's going to sit back like a, maybe a Campbell, right? They, 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 they got some pop and they've hit some home runs over the, over the season. But for us, so it's really not a, a, a big deal. Uh, as far as the wind, how that plays the outfield, you know, we'll get some work with our outfielders tomorrow. Um, yeah, I'm going to really take a look at it, see how it, how it plays. We'll, we'll do some outfield work, see how the ball's coming off the fence, the angles we have in left field, right field. Um, that, and that's, that's one of the nice things about having a, you know, an hour and 15 minute practice, um, time tomorrow. Tom Reginos here with us 
on the Rush Hour Morning Show. Now, Coach, you made a very interesting point that I hadn't even really thought about, but but I want to ask you this. Knowing that you're playing a postseason conference tournament on an artificial surface and your home field is natural grass, did you guys schedule with any intentionality trying to find games in the non-conference schedule on artificial turf? You know, was that even part of the plan when it was making a non-conference schedule? No, because, you know, you make your schedule two to three years out. You know, that's one thing with baseball is that you're not really you doing it. And that's why sometimes it's hard to schedule, um, especially nowadays where, you know, your, your recruiting cycle actually goes all the way into June and July now for the next year because of the portal and, and transferring. So it's kind of moved away from, from, from that. But, but to your, your non-conference schedule, no. To, to answer your question, no. I, I do not schedule just a turf thinking about the conference schedule or about the conference tournament being on turf, you know? Um, so yeah, no, not, not really. And, and, and you look at our conference mid midweek conference schedule, it's basically the same teams year after year, just because of travel and budget, to be honest with you, that's when you make your non-conferences. Sometimes it's about travel and, and budget. Sure. And I can totally understand that. Now coach, now let me pivot back to the tournament itself a little bit. When folks are tuning in, on ESPN Plus, watching some of these early games go, before we even get to Saturday, give me some of the some of the guys that are on your roster that are absolutely going to have to have solid performances for you guys to have a realistic shot of winning the Big South Conference tournament. It's, it's funny you ask that question because I have a. Uh, I have a 13 year old that is really into baseball and he's really into college baseball, of course. And we were talking about the conference tournament, driving him into school today. And I said, usually when you have to have an opportunity to win a conference tournament, you have to have somebody to get hot, right? And he says, well, who is that? He said, well, at this point, I don't know who that's gonna be, but for somebody to come in and win a conference tournament, you gotta get guys hot. Um, you know, I think the you know, guys that you're going to look at, I, I think, is, is Brody Hopkins. Um, unbelievable athlete, athlete, two-way guy, um, you know, hits leadoff for us, has been our Friday night guy the last three or four weeks. Um, you know, the sky's the limit for him for his ability level. Um, so I think he's one of the guys that's going to have to help us. Uh, our, our center fielder, McKinley Irves, has had an outstanding year for us. You know, he's got to keep doing what he's been doing to help us. Um, you know, Josh Bookbinder, um, he, we've used him in multiple rows, long relief, short relief, end of the game. Um, he's got to keep on doing what he's doing to keep us in the ball game, right? He's been a really, really got good guy for us as our starters get us, get us into the fifth, sixth inning. Then we can go to Josh and he can take us home um, or he can bridge to maybe a Zan Rose. Um, so, so those guys got to keep doing what they're doing. And then you're going to have to have somebody, an unsung hero, right? Somebody that you maybe you don't expect to, to really step step up. That could be like a, a Will Martin, you know, our, our senior second baseman. Um, that, that could be Nate Coronas, you know, our sophomore first baseman who our first baseman got hurt and was out the whole year. And he was our, you know, one of our catchers. We moved him to first base. And he's done an unbelievable job at first base. So, you know, you, you really just don't know who that guy is going to be, but you need somebody to step up and have a really good weekend. 
no question about it. You know, Coach, the one, of the, one of the things that I notice about your club offensively that I think will play well in high point is, is you definitely have some guys in the outfield that can go track the baseball down. That's going to be a big, big – it's going to be a necessity in this ballpark because there is a lot of space in that ballpark, especially just to the left and just to the right of center field. But one of the things that I think I've noticed in watching you guys play is you do spend a lot of time going opposite field, going gap to gap. I think that's one of those kinds of things to where if that, if that approach remains the same, I think your guys are going to get rewarded. I think you guys could be sneaky good on the surface coming into this conference tournament. Do you feel like your club is at a place right now to where they're seeing the ball pretty well okay offensively? And if so, do you find that being the kind of thing to where you're going to be able to go first to third, you're going to be able to take extra bases and therefore really kind of stretch out games for your club? Yeah, I, I really do. Uh, again, we're going to have to get a feel um, for what what the field's going to look like. But I think you nailed it uh, on the head with our offense, right? It, that's what we are. We're 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 gonna we're gonna single you, then we'll we'll, we'll whack one in a gap, and we'll go first to third, second to home. Um, just do the little things. I mean, our bunny game is starting to get a little bit better. First of the year, it wasn't as, wasn't where I wanted to be, but you know, the small ball game, we can play the small ball game too. So I, I do agree with you. And in our outfield, I think it has has done a tremendous job. Um, you look at our outfield. I think we're very fundamentally correct. We don't have the burners um, in in the outfielder, but we got with 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 Teal. Um, Irvs and Strauss, those guys have done a really good job. You look what our defense, we haven't made a lot of errors. I mean, you look at Ricky Teal, he's not a burner, but he gets really good jumps and he plays a very solid right field. You know, yes, McKinley sir. does a really good jump and with, with angles. Um, and, and Johnny has played right and left, but he's had a really good offensive year for us. And he, I think he's kind of really settled in um, in a left field slot right there. But that that's what it is. I mean, that's that you look at, uh, you know, our, our, our three, four, five hole hitters, you know, that, that's what they are. They're gap to gap. They'll, they'll run one out of the ballpark every once in a while. Uh, you know, I think McKinley has six home runs. Johnny has six or seven home runs. You know, Joey at first, that it's, you know, he, 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 he's a, he's a slasher, right? He's going to, he, he's going to hit some balls in the right center field gap down the right field line. Um, you know, th that's, that's who we are right now. And I think that, that's what the, the the season has progressed, and we're not going to go away from that just because we're going to the conference tournament. That's 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 what got us here, and that's what we're going to stay with. Tom Reginos here with us on the Rush Hour Morning Show, Coach. I've got time for one final question. I want to go ahead and make it this: for Winthrop to win the Big South Conference tournament, you have to do what better than the other three teams in the tournament to come out on top. I think our starting pitching has to get us in the sixth inning. I, I think that's going to be a, a key for us is that get our starters into the sixth inning. And, the, and that's been – our bullpen has been our strength, and then our bullpen uh, takes over. I, I think we'll be able to do enough offensively to score some runs. Um, but I think if, if we play solid defense and our pitching gets us – our starting pitching gets in the sixth inning – I think we're going to be in a situation that we're putting our kids in a position to be successful. Coach Tom Reginos, I want to thank you so much for spending some time with me on this Tuesday morning. I wish you the best of luck in High Point this week. And depending upon what our outcome looks like, try to have you back on the show here in a, in a week or so in preparation for what could be 
a regional appearance for the Winthrop Eagles. Well, Brian, I appreciate that. And, and I just want to thank you what you've done for this year. I know you did some PA for us and you did an outstanding job. So um, I just appreciate uh, you, you coming in and, and helping us out and being part of the program. Well, Coach, I, I appreciate it. And I am always a phone call away. Absolutely. All right. Thanks, buddy. Thanks, thank Ron. you, Coach. See you, we'll see you soon. Folks, when we come back on the other side of the break, we'll continue on this final hour on the Rush Hour Morning Show in just a bit. We thank you for tuning in to this Rush Hour Morning Show podcast. Don't forget, you can find us Monday through Friday from 6 to 9 a.m. on WGNC AM 1450, 101.1 FM. You can even stream the show on WGNCRadio.com. Until we're back with you with the next podcast, enjoy your day. We'll see you next time.